Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Catalyst podcast. I'm Leilani, your host, and today we have a very special part two with my good friend, Josette LeBlanc. We met Josette in season one and brought her back for season two, and then at the completion of our episode last week, we were given the specific guidance to record a part two, so we brought Josette back for that. And what makes this episode different also is that I guide us into the Akashic records for our human collective. And we actually do that whole episode from there. So you'll notice even in the ways that we we're talking about density and what it means to navigate a dense experience and it actually shows up (laughs) during the episode, we begin to navigate some density and it just became really clear that we had to keep that part of the episode because it is such a great illustration of what it means to be really etheric divine beings navigating a dense experience. It'll seem like, Oh, it was like this trip up. And it's also exactly what this experience feels like at times. So hoping that you get a lot out of this session. Again, it was really vulnerable for both of us, but it was really important to share the wisdom that came through. And be sure to listen all the way to the end because I have a special announcement about a free offering that I am providing going forward. And I am super excited about it. And I hope to see you take advantage of that. But for now, it's time to grab your tennis shoes if you're going for your run or your walk or your cozy spot and your blanket and tea and enjoy this episode with my good friend, Josette LeBlanc. Josette, Josette, my dear friend, welcome back. Impromptu, we were like, the first episode was not enough. We scratched the surface and immediately had to bring you back. So welcome, welcome back. Hey, I'm so delighted to be here. Oh my God. It was just a week ago. And literally, I mean, we just recorded, we just recorded. And then like the next day, we're like, we need a follow up. And so here you are. Thank you for coming back. No problem. So happy to be here. Mm -hmm. So listeners, for context, Josette and I have been talking for half an hour, which is just what we do. And we got a channeled message from source, from the universe, from the divine, from God to go into our human collective records. So for those of you who are not familiar with the Akashic records, it is essentially a database, every single person, every, really every being, every energetic being has their own Akashic records, which is a database where all of the information from any lives we've lived, from any dimensions we've navigated, all of the information resides there. And then also any possibility of of what's to come resides in our records. There are also records for entities. There are records for, for, there are records for groups of people. And in our case, as, as a human collective, there are records. And so what Source asked us to do today is to journey into the collective records to record this podcast conversation, which is fucking terrifying and vulnerable. That's why we're doing it. That's why we're doing it. We mm-hmm. are channels, right? And so Source is like, just let it come through. And so here we are. So we are bringing you all on this journey and hope that it has some wisdom for you today. Um, But we're just going to have a conversation, Josette. How does that sound? Yes, we're going to have a conversation. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Essentially, that's it. Okay. So I was the one that agreed to bring us into the record. So Josette and I will just breathe together. And I'm just going to narrate with you all exactly what... I'm seeing what I'm sensing as I bring us into our collective records together for this conversation. We've already put protections over us. We've said the mantra. I've said the mantras today. Um, so they're, they're, it's a little bit more intensive than what I'm showing you, but this is us entering the records at this time. Mm, so what I see, Josette, is the two of us traveling through space, which is just... <laughs> so normal. Um, I just see stars kind of zipping past. And when I bring 
anyone into the records, whether it's their records or, or some collective records, whatever, um, it always looks different depending on the energy that I'm connected to because Josette is a starseed, as we discussed in the last episode, um, I'm seeing a lot of space around us, space and stars and stardust. And as we approach the records, what I'm seeing is a door. And when I enter, when I approach and enter the records of our human collective, what I always see is like a lot of different energetic signatures on the door. So I see like a mom and her and her child. I see, and I have goosebumps filling my body. Like I see um, an older man and then his older father fishing together. Like I see these like really beautiful little like moving images um, on the door. And so in this moment, I'll ask you, Josette, are you ready to enter the records? Yes. Yes. And I am also ready to enter the records. And the intention for us entering our collective records today is to source any divine wisdom that's here, anything that our listeners, um, anything that would support them in their healing or their evolution. And so I'm opening the door and Josette's just kind of like excitedly trailing in behind me. Oh, and we're in. Are you sensing the shift, Josette? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. now we're, yeah. yeah, we're in, we're in our collective records. This is where we'll play for the next 40, 45 minutes or so and just see what comes forward. Like, what is it that our collective needs in this moment is what I'm hearing. What is the message? What is, what is the wisdom that's coming forward? So I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I for just, first of all, I'm, I'm going to open my eyes. Like when mm-hmm, me too. I had them closed, but I, I, listeners, FYI, they were closed, now they're open. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as, as soon as I walked through the doors, I saw um, earth, and then I saw a grid over the earth. Like, mm. I'm not sure, I can never remember my sacred geometry, but like uh, the seed of life grid. Mm. So almost like all gridded on top, I'm ha- and I have chills saying this. Mm. And I felt some of those lines were faded. Some of the lines on the grid are faded. And I think this is, you know, this is why we're having this conversation because ultimately what we want is for those lines, that energy, those energetic signatures to not be faded. We want them, we want it to be whole. So when you said that we have, you know, the Akashic records for all entities and we have the Akashic records for humanity, which also includes earth right Mm. so there's that line between heaven between earth and humanity earth itself has its akashic records humanity has its akashic records and now you know humanity is affecting the akashic records of earth right Mm -hmm. and has been for a while yeah yeah so when you talk about that that connection being faded what does that mean to you and just it means you know and those connections are i see them on parts on certain parts of the earth you know certain places certain countries i think places where um men or sorry hum- humans have not touched those grid lines are still strong you know mm. but where there's a large concentration of human manipulation the grid lines intervention are, intervention mm-hmm. um those grid lines are faded and what that means is like we we lose our power we lose our we lose our power as a collective and earth also suffers right and Mm. so this is a huge reason why um huge reason why we talked about in the other episode about you know why 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 it's very important for us to connect to our intuition and connect to our energy in a, uh, I want to say positive way so that we can heal these grid lines. Ley lines, I guess, is another term if you've heard that. But yeah, but these, this is different. Yeah, I'm wondering too, so in my shamanic studies, we talk about the web of life. And I wonder if that's, if that's yeah. similar. That was kind of the context that I was thinking as you were describing that. Can you say more about what the web of life? Yeah, I mean, the web of life is really just the interconnectedness amongst all things, 
I mean, not even, it's like our interconnectedness as humans with the plants, with the animals, with the land, with the spirits of the land. It's like everything is deeply, deeply interconnected. And I make one change, it's going to affect something within the web of life. And so what I I think I'm hearing you say is, is that it's, I'm hearing it's a little different what you're describing. And yet it's all connected. I mean, it's all connected, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's all, I love that. I love that because what I love the way you described that is that it gives us a tangible understanding of the interconnectedness. Like mm-hmm. I think, so we can see like a plant, a plant affects an animal, mm-hmm. an animal, you know, you, you just see it. You can really see it. You see it in nature. We can see it play out. And I think it's important to be able to, to be able to see those tangible um, examples of energy in action. Mm-hmm. And, um, and for me, I think it was more like an energetic signature. Um, but again, all connected, all connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when we were speaking earlier today, we were talking about density and how dense, <laughs> how mm-hmm. dense it is here. Can you, before we, we dive into that, can you describe to me what that means to you to say like earth is a very dense place and what's the, what's the connection here? So I don't think we talked about this in the last, last episode, but um, like at a soul level, on a true level, everything is possible to us. We are highly intuitive. Like our soul is intuitive. It is connected to, you're talking about interconnectedness. We are so like our soul self is connected to this divine energy. That means, you know, if you take away this meat suit, whatever this body we have a, a line of connection to divine source. What does that mean? That means that we can, again, and I have to speak in human body terms, but like we can, we can manifest something. We just with our mind, we can see something before it happens. Um, we, you know, our intuitive senses is what I'm essentially talking about, right? We have more access to intuitive, our intuitive senses than this dense world makes us believe if, if I'm saying the words correctly. So, so when I say we're, we live in a dense place, it means we live in a place that cuts us off from those natural intuitive senses that we have. Um, and so, you know, uh, yeah. And there's just so many layers to that. That's what I mean. I hope I didn't lose anyone there. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think of the analogy that we've been discussing about like what it means to navigate density is like being in the mud. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so as, as like pure divine beings, like we all have this divine spirit, right. That is light, <laughs> just pure light. light actually. Right. Like pure energy, pure light. It's like floaty. You think about, I always think about us as, um, divine beings and and processing in divine ways like it's really expansive it feels light right it feels airy Mm -hmm. and earth like here we are in these really we have these divine spirits these divine energies residing like within this meat vessel this this meat Mm -hmm. package um Mm -hmm. and even that in and of itself is dense right like to have like I want to get from from here to I'm going to Florida I'm meeting um my best friend tomorrow actually I have to take this meat vessel I have to walk its feet to my car to get in my car to the airport to get and and it's like or on an energetic level I could just be in Florida right fucking now right yeah. like so yeah. so to think yeah. about like the density like yes. what's required in order for us to to travel, to journey, to, to, to be any, anywhere in particular. Right. And that's just an example, right. Of, of like density. So it's like moving through the mud versus like traveling, like flying somewhere or so, so there's a reason why this is coming up, right. There's a reason why we, we talk about the denseness of our experience as humans especially for those of you that identify as light workers or 
um, star seeds or earth angels or or some kind of like energetic being that doesn't like match our outsides, right? Um, it's important for us to understand that there's paradox here in in being in a very dense vessel in a very dense world where things like that we trust are fe- are felt. Like I can feel this with my hands. What do the listeners need to know about navigating a dense world? I mean, navigating a dense world is really, it's again, it's about learning the lessons. You incarnated here to learn lessons. The Akashic Records is just a database full of experiences. All the experiences that you, that you generated, that you've experienced. Yeah. Oh my gosh, stop. What's going on? I don't know. Is this part of the, is there some kind of something going on? It's weird. I've not experienced this before. I wonder if it's because this feels so scary. Something all of a sudden is like, um, yeah, all of a sudden it feels like, um, I can't, like, I can't see like something all of a sudden just kind of like, yeah, it's just weird. Hmm. <sighs> Maybe there is some kind of fear. There's something about I can see like uh and maybe this is part of maybe this is part of what's channeling. Like I'm feeling like this real density. Maybe I'm channeling right now. <laughs> There's this real density. This real fear that holds yeah, this is it. This is it. There's a fear that holds us back from accessing our higher self. Hmm. And, and accessing it in public, P.S. Yeah, like you're doing it in public right now. Yeah, yeah, accessing it in public and expressing it in public. Accessing mm. and expressing, and I think there's something happening on a collective level. No, I'm not. I don't think that. I know that there's some on a collective level. We are so scared to access our divine spirit to access it and to let it go, right? And this is ultimately the problem that's happening with those grid lines. Mm. This is the true issue at hand, you know? So why do we come here in these dense times? I'm not sure that's the right question. Mm. It's more like, what do these dense, you know, what does this density mean? It means we're going to have to face our fears. Mm. And facing those, like, I mean, I was, yeah, that's right now. exactly what just happened. Yeah, like, I was experiencing it and not being able to put it into words. I was making it mine. I was personalizing it. But that was the message. Exactly. So say it again. So we're going to keep most of that. Yeah. So say, tell us again, like, what is the divine message in this moment? Yeah, the divine message is you're going to find, you're going to be, it's it's scary. It's scary. These dense places, this dense time, this dense experience is is scary. You're going to have fear. You're going to have fear to access your true self, your true self. And you're going to have fear to access it and express it. So in order to to express, we need to access. Mm. And, And it is scary because, you know, this is this dense world does not make it safe for you to, to express it, but that's changing. Mm-hmm. That's changing. That is very, very, very much changing. So um, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it is. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's so interesting. There's, I have so many just like fears, even, even in the way that we started this episode um, and just allowing ourselves to be seen in like our full healing space. Right. I mean, I feel myself like kind of getting this, like, Oh, like my body is clenching because, and I think what the listeners what's important to understand about this is that that fear is going to come. Like, I think that we live in a, 
such a fear avoidant way, right? Like we will do anything to avoid like sitting in fear or, or doing something that would create fear, which is the paradox of that is that it creates so much anxiety because we are over managing and over controlling quote unquote controlling. Cause we don't actually have control of anything. Um, we are, we're doing too much. Mm-hmm. We're doing too much to try to avoid the call of our souls, the call of who we're meant to be here. Mm-hmm. And and it and it absolutely makes sense because this density and and really navigating navigating through it i think I, I think of it i keep seeing like mud it's like trying to be air and and josette and i have talked about this trying to be air and mud like air gets trapped in mud right mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. like it can feel really scary um but what what could it look like to to be the mud like exactly exactly what could it look like for you to to i hate the word try what would it look like for you to embody embody what you're meant to embody here in in order to flow i keep seeing the word flow i have this affirmation in front of me that the word flow keeps um popping out to me what could it look like for you to flow within this really dense muddy space i i just posted a reel on instagram um and it was this audio that i really love which is like this world just feeling like i don't fit in here like this world wasn't made for me like if i am i'm a little air bubble and i'm like in the mud and i'm like this world isn't isn't made for me this you know this muddy existence and it's like no we're made for this world we're here to change it so how how can we embody what we're meant who we're meant to embody so embody this physical this physical vessel this meat vessel which i've avoided my entire life of embodying because it's been so painful to try to embody my my physical self my dense physical self what could it look like for me to actually embody it in service of whatever is next and like becoming the mud in service of showing mud what air looks like right Ooh, that's so beautiful. And it reminds me of what we've been talking about this week is like, there's liberation in just becoming the mud. Again, the metaphor, right? Like, this, this density is imperfect. It's heavy. It's like, it gets sick, it gets hurt. It's like, this is all the things that we experience as humans, right? We make mistakes, we, we, we screw up, we hurt people, people hurt us. And every action has a possibility of that. And that makes it so easy to freeze and just like, I'm not going to take any action. And that's impossible. We have to take Mm -hmm. action. And so when you say, okay, I am imperfection. This is what it means to be a human body. I am imperfection. That is where the flow comes in. You become, you know, this is why it's important to understand why we're having this conversation about this. So once you, you lean into the imperfection, that's the joke. That's the, the jokes on us. Actually, it's, we're not meant to be perfect. We're meant to be imperfect. And then oh, that's where, that's where the air comes up. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the, that's the very interesting and paradoxical thing is that once you embrace the imperfection of this body and in this world, that's where the air and your true self can come to light. Oh my gosh. I, what's coming to me in this moment is so many. So I work one-on-one with a lot of earth angels, uh, just guiding them in their earth angel journey. And really all that means is like deeply intuitive light workers who are just embodying their whole spiritual self in this very imperfect vessel. And almost like clockwork, we get to this point in working together where they're like, I hate it here. Mm. I hate it here. It's so hard here. I can't be my whole self. I, why did I choose to come here? Cause we've all chosen, we've all chosen to come here. We co-created this path with the divine, right? Yeah. And that coming to that place of, I hate it here. I hate it in this body. I hate it in this vessel. Like, this is so hard. People don't get me. I'm not understood leaning into that part of your journey is so, so important 
because where you can actually meet that resistance face to face, there's liberation on the other side of that. Mm. It wasn't until I really reckoned with that and like through like a fucking fit, like a child of just like, I don't want to be here. This place is so hard, you know, because we're so used to being these perfect energetic beings. When we are in our higher self, like as our, our highest self, we, it, it is perfection to, to an extent, right? And, and especially in contrast to what we're experiencing in our humanness. But when we are in our human vessel, we have to be able and willing to embody it. There's, there's no way around, there's no way around it. It's, I, I, I talk about this, um, in my book, but when, when you first did your first healing work, your activation with me, this was almost two years ago, if you can believe it. Um, I spent about three days, literally just like, I felt like my divine self just kind of floating around in a human body. I didn't eat. I didn't sleep. I was like on fire with like work, like everything was just like flowing. And then I like crashed hard into my humanness because we're not meant to be these like spiritual beings here. We're meant to feel like the discomfort and like the tautness of being in this human vessel that is limiting. That was a message I got this morning from source is like this human vessel is limiting and you're also limitless. Mm -hmm. Like the paradox, the potential. And it's only until we really, really dig into the fear around being in our human vessels that we're able to really begin to embody them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it makes me think about what we talked about in the last episode about how our limits is how we grow. So every time we have, we, you know, so you felt so, okay, let me ask you when you said you were floating and you were flowing and not eating and all that, when you said you crashed, how did you know you crashed? What was it? What was the feeling? It was, it was just like, I I think I ended up feeling a little depressed. Mm-hmm. Like I came like, like I was floating and then it was like, boom, like I, I oh, felt, wow. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I remember just like when I was up in the ethereal, you know, for those few days, I was like, everything was good. All is well. Everything's peaceful. I'm deeply aligned. Everything was just like, yes, yes, yes. Okay. This is what life feels like from now on, which like felt great. But then when I say I crashed, it was very much an emotional crash. Like it was like, okay, I'm feeling sad. I'm I'm feeling sadness. I'm feeling grief. I'm feeling fear again. Like I don't want to do things that make that usually make me feel good. It was just this, like, it just felt like resistance. Like it was this like resistance to being in this, like just like the the human condition. It felt like the human condition, but it was like all of like the hardest parts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was my crash. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously I needed to experience that in that way. I, I had to find balance. Like I can't, I can't be one or the other, right? Like I can't be deeply in like the shit of being a human and then like deeply in my higher self. And I can't just travel between those because that's not sustainable. So I had to really begin to find the balance in between those, those two experiences. Right. Find the balance. So that's like, what I love about that is that, so the, the emotions, the emotions, the sensory experience was what helped you see that you needed balance between the two, right? So this sensory, this place we live is so sense dense, right? Emotional, Mm -hmm. you're here to experience emotions and those emotions are uncomfortable, but the emotions are not static, they move. And so Mm. when when we can just embrace the emotions, which is not, not easy, But the first step is to be to acknowledge that the emotion is there, that it's okay. And the emotion is pointing you in a direction. We talked about that in the last episode, but the emotion is pointing you in a direction. And what I love about what you're talking about is that the emotion was signaling balance. And that is what the emotions are signaling balance, balance between your etheric self, the one that's connected to divine that clear sees clearly who doesn't need to eat and so on. 
And then the one, the body that is here that needs to do, we bring balance into both and both then are able to function on a healthy path, right? Like that's when you start letting go of stuff that you don't need in your life anymore. You know, you start letting go of like patterns and people that don't serve the higher self. Um, But the emotions are what are pointing you. The emotions are so key. They are what make us learn. That's what help us learn. Learn lessons, let go of baggage. Don't bring that karma back. I I asked Source once, you know, as etheric beings, as divine beings, why the fuck would we choose this? <laughs> right? Like again, kind of butting up to that same, like, why are we, why would we come here when we have this like beautiful, perfect, expansive existence and and we could choose any other planet or any other dimension that might feel easier but but really just like why would i not just be etheric like why wouldn't i just stay an energetic being that doesn't experience all of this like gritty grimy kind of like this this drudging through this experience and what source said to me is that we wouldn't learn the lessons that we're meant to if all we did was navigate this like deeply etheric expansive experience. Mm -hmm. Like if we just stayed souls, um, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to internalize like the soul lessons that we're meant to um, without navigating like denser experiences. And when I think about that in terms of like my example of having the three days or so, when I was really just like feeling energetic i mean like just feeling like this etheric being um i think there was a lot of wisdom that came from that because of course because i'm tapped into the divine but who i am today wouldn't be possible without navigating the shadows the darkness like the the grittiness of what it means to be human and so like you said, I mean, learn the lessons, internalize them, put them in your records, right? Like this is the reason why I chose to come and why I know so many light workers, starseeds, earth angels chose to come into this experience is because we couldn't learn those lessons any other way. No, we couldn't learn them. And I love how you put a timeline to it. Like, Something happens, something happens that, for example, okay, those three days of, of when you went down and you're like, ah, you move through it, you, you gained the, the experience, the knowledge, the wisdom of that experience, and then you shift into another, into, you know, something else happens in your life. And, and maybe you have more integration between your higher self and your body. And then you keep going through life and then you meet another situation where it's challenging, right? Whatever it is, maybe it's a memory, you, you meet somebody new, or somebody says something, and it's like, it gets dense again. And you've been, we've been talking a lot about this, it's like, becoming very observant of those challenging times. But the more, the more observant you are, we call it scientist mode. <laughs> the more observant you are of what's what you're doing, which and an observer is a learner, somebody who observes is learning, you are able, each time gets a little bit easier. Now, easier is a weird word. It's not, I don't want to ever say easy because it's not easy, but it's almost, I see it as your, and I think we talked about this in the last episode, our capacity gets bigger. Our capacity, yeah. our capacity for holding the density gets bigger. And what, and on a soul level, what does that mean? It, that, it, that means that we are just, we are growing our impact, our energetic impact. And I think that's why, and we've talked about this, and this is why we've come here. A lot of us, the people who are listening, we've come here in order to, uh, and to bring healing to this grid that we're talking about, that I'm talking about, that we're talking about. It's 
to bring healing. And we, and that healing requires the capacity to hold the density. Can you give us an example of what it looks like for you to engage in scientist mode? And when you talk about it being easier, I hear of like, I hear that as like a learning curve, like with anything, right? You're, you're building a skill set, right? So what is that? Can you give us some context or some examples of that? Yeah. So, okay. So for example, maybe uh, I meet somebody who says something that triggers an old memory, right? And in the past, I would have let that memory cycle, cycle, cycle. I would have blamed myself. I would have ruminated a lot of like, oh, like blaming the person, blaming me. But once we go into scientist mode, which, which other might people might connect to mindfulness the the term mindfulness but i like scientist mode because what it is is like okay so what's going on in my body what's going on in my body how is my body reacting to that oh that's interesting that my body is reacting this way to this thought um you're noticing the emotions that come up um you're not ruminating so much you're just you're very yeah it's very much about observing the feelings in your body, the sensations in your body about the emotions that are coming up and being able to just distance yourself as like an observer. Like I'm watching instead of being the difficult emotion, I'm watching the emotion as if it was um, on a screen in front of me. That's yeah. 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 I'm feeling called to share my most recent example of this. (laughs) Okay. And it's, it's really vulnerable because it just happened. Uh, but I had somebody in my network who I've known for a number of years um, over the last couple of years who um, would reach out to me and would ask for basically free labor. Um, and, and I would, you know, because we were connected, I don't know, like for whatever reason, I just, I, I would kind of just give her this like free reading um, over, you know, several times. And finally, the last time she reached out, I was like, I'd be happy to give you a session. (laughs) Right. And, and like ask for, you know, I was like, here, here's how you can book a session with me. It was just a boundary that I wanted to honor because it's, it's where I am in my growth. Um, And her reaction really was triggering for me because she just made a lot of assumptions that all I care about is money. And, and you all know, because you've been listening to me that money is like a huge, like trigger, a shame trigger of mine and be feeling worthy of what I charge and those kinds of things. So like everything that she said to me brought up just years and years of like trauma that I've been processing and shame that I've been processing. And so what scientist mode looked like for me is, well, first of all, calling Josette, <laughs> boxering, um, sending a voice message to Josette to be like, ah, this is happening. But I'm also like observing, like I can feel the fight or flight hormones in my body. I can like sense, I see where my mind is going. I'm going to like being, you know, a young, younger person. And like, this is the trauma that it invokes. And it's really, it's so hard to get there. And it didn't happen right away. Like I, my observing my fight or flight hormones in my body. I mean, this is the first time in my entire life that I've been able to actually sense the adrenaline pumping through my veins, right? Like, so it's not, and it's taken, you know, two years of very deep spiritual work for me to get to a place where I can actually observe my human body in that way. And so to me, what scientist mode means is like being able and willing to say, okay, I see what's happening and I'm not going to allow this chemical reaction, this, this emotional like trauma response to lead how I move forward, like to, to lead my actions. It took a ton of time. Like I took so much time to respond back to her. Um, and I wanted, you know, my, my instinct is fight. I'm like, Oh, hell no. Right. And like, let me tell. And, and I just didn't, I, I didn't react right away. It took me a half day to get back to her. And it was, and even as I was typing it, I needed my guides to support me in a message that was from a loving, compassionate space, because this is her, these are her wounds, not mine. Right. 
Um, so for me, scientist mode has looked like being really intentional and still being messy. Like it was still super messy that that entire process. And I, I, I'm wondering, like in this moment, why, like, why do these, why are these examples coming up? Why is this message coming up? I think, I mean, what I'm sensing is so many of you are, are just right there on the brink of being able to allow yourself to be a witness to your trauma responses, to the ways that you're navigating life, to your fight or flight. I mean, it's not a judgment. I, I've lived, you know, I'm a survivor. You all know I'm a survivor of, of sexual trauma, of multiple types of trauma. And my, my chemical responses, my trauma responses, my fight or flight have kept me safe, quite literally kept me alive. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's, I think there's so many people who are in, you know, understanding that they are spiritual bodies, you know, in a very human vessel, very um, dense vessel. And we get to, we get to hold both. We get to embody our human bodies. Cause I couldn't be able to like understand the adrenaline pumping through my body. If I hadn't really allowed myself to embody and, and to really feel into my humanness. Um, but that I also have the ability to, to be an observer of that process as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's been so amazing to watch you uh, navigate scientist mode because like the, the way that you're able to like describe those, those sensations, it's, it's, it for me has been incredibly helpful um, because this is also part, part of it. When you have somebody to share this kind of experience with, um, it reminds you that this is an option, right? That you have this yes. as a resource. We are historically have not learned that we have the ability to observe our bodies and that the observation of our bodies is actually a resource for accessing our, our inner healing, our own self-healing and which healing is then accessing our higher self. Like, and this is why we're on earth together because we're here to find like Leilani and I have found each other through <laughs> magical circumstances. And now, now because of this connection, you know, we are now growing in this, in this new type of awareness. And I got to say, like, uh, at the end, at the beginning of, um, at the beginning of this year, I met a similar situation where I was deeply in, for me, it's, uh, flights. Like I got to run away. Like I cannot handle this. I can't handle somebody not liking me. I can't handle, um, somebody talking about me this way, or like, I just, I'm going to run away. Right. And if somebody's fighting me, like that's even worse. And so, uh, in that time, I, I had not, I was so hijacked. My body was so hijacked. I couldn't even get into this place. And Leilani helped me. I know we talked a bit about this last time, but now that I have this memory, I can always, I can always resource that me memory and then recall, ah, this is how I moved through it. And now that I even have that term scientist mode, whenever I find an inkling of that, like last night I was giving a workshop and like, I mean, that's nothing really stressful, but it's a little vulnerable. So, you know, just remind, just go into science mode, just observe what happens, observe your reactions, observe what's going on. And having, having that is so helpful because then it helps me make bolder moves in the future. Mm. Bolder moves. Um, it just, and the mo moves get bolder and bolder because the lessons get, the lessons are never going to stop. You're never going to stop having lessons. This is, this is, as you said, and, and our lessons are going to get not, they might get heavier because we're being asked to really expand. Mm. And um, yeah. Yeah. And what I'm also hearing is scientist mode affords us choice as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So if we, if we allow ourselves to just 
be reactive. I think of like the knee jerk reaction, usually when our fight or flight, you know, we can allow ourselves to just be reactive, which I am guilty of. I've spent my whole life being reactive, right? And it's like, especially because I'm such an emotional being, like it's just my emotions have just like hijacked so many of my relationships and situations again, you know, like going into the fight mode. Um, And what scientist mode allows us to do is to slow down. And again, mindfulness, perhaps like people will connect with it is it allows us to slow down and to really take an inventory of the situation before reacting and what I hear, what I hear you saying with your experience is after you are able to navigate that a few times, like, and it's hard, the first time is so, so hard. Yeah. But here's what I'm also hearing in this moment as, as we're in the records for the collective is that you have so much support. So even if you think like, I can't do this, your guides are constantly giving you messages. They're, they're telling you to breathe. They're showing you meadows. Like they're, they're getting you to a place of like, okay, slow it down, Mm -hmm. slow it all the way down. And what is in this moment? Mm -hmm. That is why the present moment is so important. It's, it's the only moment where divinity is possible. Like, so, so know that you have the ability and and think about like how different our world would be if every single person before they acted just like took a breath. Like we think of all like the chaos that is ensuing in our world and the people with guns and all of this. It's like, what, what could be different if we engaged in scientist mode from the beginning what if we taught our kids to be in scientist mode? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because a breath becomes a thought and a thought becomes a different action because mm-hmm. we have free will. We have free. This is the thing about being human. We have free will. We can, we can, we have choice. We have two paths. Every time we make a decision, we have two or like a million. <laughs> right. Right. Million. Right. Right. I don't know why I see two, but like two. And I see a lot of fourths, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, um, the breath helps us slow down to take a, a minute and think. And the thought doesn't have to come from your brain or your experience. It, ca- it comes from source. Mm. The answer there, like, I mean, it's just amazing when I think of that. Like the, 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 the repercussions of actually having a conversation with source. <laughs> it, imagine the difference, the different choices that would be made, right? Um, but yes, when we're, we're focused on reacting, you know, we don't have that access because a reaction is fear and that's the deepest density. So we're back in the mud and we're making decisions that are going at a, and again, we talked about at the beginning that yes, we need to become the mud. And of course, um, but within that mud, you do have access to, to, to the slower pace. And in the slower pace comes the balance that we were talking about too. Yeah. The balance, the balance between the higher self and the body. Yeah. Mm. Ah, so good. So good. It's so beautiful. And I'm, I'm, I'm sensing that it's time to start closing, um, Mm. to, to come out of the records. And, um, is there anything else here, Josette, that is on your heart that needs to come through? I don't know. I'm like, the term new earth is coming up. I don't know how mm. you guys all identify with that term. There's so many ways that it's, it's, you know, Eckhart Tolle or it's, you know, sometimes it's a biblical expression, but like um, really like we have the capacity, the ability. This is why we all came here. We all came here to, to help, to heal, to amplify, to ignite, to unlock the journey here is so exciting. It's really exciting. And we all have this capacity to create a new earth and we are living it right now. The fact that we are all here having this conversation right now. And this is a, it's a place where reaction isn't the first action. 
It's, it's a place where intuition is highlighted. It is as, um, it is as normal as conversation. And I don't think part of me right now is like thinking, Oh, this, you know, is this possible? But that's only because I still have a little bit of one foot in the door of the old way of thinking. And that's my body navigating. My body's just navigating that, that those old fears. But mm. deep down, I know that we are here to, to create this more, more aligned place. And so, yeah, I just felt like saying that. <laughs> it's that's deep- coming, coming through the records. Yeah. It's deeply possible. And mm. if it weren't possible, we wouldn't be having this conversation and putting it out to the yeah. world. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we would be afraid of being persecuted. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's so, it's so possible. The new, I'm hearing the new earth is here. Mm-hmm. We just have to like claim it. We just mm-hmm. have to live it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's a choice. And that choice comes from slowing down, keeping our eyes on the divine, um, on our divine missions knowing we're deeply worthy and loved we've we've convinced ourselves as humans that we're not worthy that's like one of the biggest that's one of the biggest things that have that has held us back over all of this time and what's gotten us to where we are because we've prioritized fear over our own worthiness mm-hmm. and it's time for us to start remembering and something that i've i've said on my social media before is that we are love like we are quite literally love embodied because we are the divine embodied Mm -hmm. so how could we not be worthy of love how could we not be worthy of the life that we are picturing that we envision when we close our eyes and go to sleep right what how could we not be worthy of living a life that is nourishing and aligned with our spirits? How could we not be worthy if we are divinity at our core? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just not, it just doesn't make sense. That's what nope. I always say. It just doesn't make sense. No. Uh, so good. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly mm. it. Mm-hmm. So in this moment, I um, gratitude always guides me out of the records. So, Um, As we exit the records in this moment and just kind of reconvene with our human vessels, journey back to our humanness, I just want to express so much gratitude to all of the, there's so many, like so many spirits, so many ancestors, so many guides, so many archangels, and of course, source, just allowing us to have this really divine conversation that felt gritty at times too. Like it felt dense at times, like we were navigating the fears and I'm just grateful for all of it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of the spirits that conspired for this conversation to be possible. And then of course, thank you, Josette. I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful to be connected to you and I'm grateful for all of the light that you pour into our world. You're so deeply needed here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making me tear up, seriously. Mm-hmm. Leilani knows that doesn't happen. <laughs> she never cries, y'all. I'm the only one that makes it happen. <laughs> Any gratitude on your heart, Josette? Yeah, just grateful. Just grateful again for it all. Just grateful for the whole journey, even like how hard and the density of it all. I'm just really grateful for it. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's light. <laughs> mm. At the end of the day, it's all light and like the more it's all energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's magic. It's beautiful. Mm. And just grateful for it. Grateful for you. Grateful for your voice. Talk about being needed. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So thank you so much for having me on twice. So appreciative. Three times. I mean, technically. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Grateful. Grateful. So thank you so much. I love you. And so, um, couple, this is just like out of the record. So deep breath. And then the standard, what is your bumper sticker today? <laughs> it might be a little different. What's your bumper sticker? And then tell us how everyone can get a hold of you. Wow, bumper sticker. 
Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Or face the fear. Face the fear. Mm. That's better. Face the fear. Uh, the f- on the other side of fear is magic. Ooh. <laughs> on the other side of fear is magic. It's the other side. It's the other side. Every shadow has light. Every shadow has light. And it's so it's like, okay, then like, what is this fear showing me? Let's look. Let's look what's behind the door. Just get curious. I said that. I t- okay. Yeah, we just got to get curious. What's behind that fear? What is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always liberation on the other side of fear. Yeah. There's yeah. so much like expansion on the other side of fear. And the only way to get to that other side is to look at it, to get yeah. curious. Why am I? And not judge it. Just, just look at it. Yeah. It's, ma- it's magic. I mean, it's really, that's the, that's, I guess, crack the code right there. <laughs> hmm I mean, yeah. fear is, fear is such a driver in the demise of our world. Right. And it's, and again, it's not, it's not the fear itself. It's us trying to avoid it. It's, it's us trying yeah. to like avoid Manage the it. things that make us afraid, avoid managing the fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a dear friend who I've been working with and really it's about for, for the work that I've been doing with her is like, how has this fear served me? Cause at, at, on some level, this fear has kept me safe, right? So can I have compassion for that fear in service of confronting it and like making it, you know, making the lesson from that fear integrate into our, into our energetic bodies, right? I mean, that's the, that's the goal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love you. yeah. Tell us how we can get a hold of you. Yeah. So, um, I have a podcast, Josette Soul Salon. You can listen to that anywhere you listen to podcasts. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at Josette LB. Josette LB. Yeah. You can find me there. And my website, JosetteLeBlanc.com. You can find that in the show notes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You already know the drill. Yeah. <laughs> All in the show notes, y'all. Thank you so much, Josette. You are such a gift to us all. Thank you for being here. And I'm sure we will have you on again soon. I love you. Love you too. Thank you, Leilani. Bye. Bye. Oh, friends, thank you so much for being here, for witnessing this process with us. It was very vulnerable, as I mentioned. It was very vulnerable for us because neither one of us had done anything like this before. And to navigate the density in real time, right? It felt choppy and messy at times, and it was exactly part of the message. It was to show that this process of being spiritual and moving through our spiritual experience is messy. It's not meant to be perfect. And I think that in being able to accept that and to leave, you know, the messy parts of it in as we're navigating the density of this human experience, I mean, again, it was everything that it needed to be, or that's at least what Josette and I believe. And so in this moment, the question that's coming forward is what, if anything, was kicked up for you? What new awareness do you have? What are you sitting with in this moment? Can you honor that? Can you take the time to really reflect on that and to understand what it might look like for you to begin to navigate this information, to begin to heal parts of yourself, to navigate the density? What does that mean? So I mentioned in the beginning of the episode that I have an offering that I'm really excited to put out there. It's a free workshop. So if you have access to the internet, you're invited to attend. It's a completely free workshop. It is truly just source messages that are moving through me, questions that are moving through. We do some grounding. We connect with our gifts. It's really magical. We held the first one this month and I got a really clear message from source that it's something that I have to do more regularly. So if you're interested, it's the first Thursday of every month. Click that link in the show notes to sign up for the next session and I cannot wait. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to offer this. I can't wait to see what comes of it. So at this time, if you want to connect with either myself or Josette, you can find all of our information in the show notes. But for now, 
Be still, my friends, and live into your impact. I'm so grateful you're here, and I'll talk with you soon.